This episode of Your Catholic Life is brought to you by Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners with Christ, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Welcome in, everyone, to Your Catholic Life, a podcast for Catholics by Catholics, helping you grow in your faith. I'm John Leonetti, your host. You've probably heard the word a lot over the last few years, discipleship, and it's an important word. And more than that, it's the life that Jesus asks us to live. But it's not easy, never has been, but it doesn't mean each and every one of us, both in our broken lives and the world, can't strive for it. And not just to become disciples, but missionary disciples of our Lord in the ups and downs of everyday life, going out to the world, just as Jesus asks. My guest today is here to highlight where and how to begin. Speaking about his new book, 60 Days to Becoming a Missionary Disciple, here it is, my conversation with Father John Bartunek. Hi, Father. Hey, good morning. Good morning. In this book, 60 Days to Becoming a Missionary Disciple, it's, I don't even know if I'd call it a book, right? I mean, it's more like a retreat. Yeah, it's kind of a, yeah, it's a, it's a retreat in book form. It's meant to be a retreat that you can do uh, on your own, or even with a small group, if you want, or even with your family. But the chapters are short. Each chapter has a clear message, and they build on each other. You got scripture quotations, and you have questions for going deeper in prayer. Yeah, it's, it's really kind of a resource. It's not more a book you read straight through. It's a resource that you use in order to make a retreat to kind of deepen your own experience of being a missionary disciple. Yeah, 60 short chapters here. We hear the word disciple a lot, and I don't want it just to fall on deaf ears. I, I really want to get like kind of bare bones here, Father. What What is your definition of a disciple of the Lord Jesus? I would say a disciple of the Lord Jesus is someone who has spent so much time with the Lord that he has learned to live by hearing the Lord's voice. I mean, that's kind of what disciples were in the time of Christ. You found a teacher, you found someone who was wise, and you attached yourself to them, you traveled with them, you listened to them, you got to know them, you absorbed their way of seeing the world. That's what it meant to be a disciple. Like so being a disciple of Christ is that. Life is unsteady, yeah, you know, and you kind of, life, at least for me, a good picture of it is out in the boat with Peter and the other apostles, and uh, storms mm-hmm. sometimes come along, then there's peaceful waters, and then sometimes it's in between. Um, you know, you, you say we ride these waves with our Lord, and we do so with Him in the boat, not just not just outside. Yeah, exactly. And I think, what, you know, when Jesus, the first 30 days of this retreat, of, of this book, have to deal with explaining what Jesus meant when he said the first commandment is to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. That's what it means to be a disciple. Get my whole soul, my whole, every corner of my being, get it filled with God's grace, get it in tune with Jesus Christ and my friendship with him. What must we do to let God bring full spiritual maturity to our minds and emotions today? There's some very practical things we can do. Uh, And the first thing I would say is we've, we've got to, you know, Probably the biggest challenge for people who don't is uh, for people who are, you know, well, today's world. The biggest challenge I would say is to to make the commitment to carve out the time to be alone with the Lord every day. That's really hard. You know, life is so fast paced; it's so noisy, uh, and we can even have a lot of good input. You know, I make it to mass here. I I, I listen to some you know, good radio shows, but if we're not carving out time to be alone with God every day then it's really hard to develop and deepen in that real personal friendship. 
that's what that's one of the reasons I made the short chapters and kind of structured them so you can use you can use them for a time of prayer as well. I think that's the, that's the key thing. If, we, if you do that consistently for an extended period of time, you give the Holy Spirit space so that the Holy Spirit can really personalize the faith for you and you can begin to flourish. We're a pilgrim church. Uh, as Catholics, we realize um, that we're, we're not in this alone, that we're all in this together. Um, and so when one member of the uh, of the church is hurting, we're all hurting, as St. Paul talks about here. And you talk about, I mean, you really interweave the church and her teachings in this. This isn't a journey or a path or relationship with Jesus that we go on alone. This is one that we do as one holy Catholic and apostolic church, which is why you really feature a lot of teachings in here and really invite people to plug in there. Oh, yeah. Every, every chapter has a kind of the theme begins with a quotation from one of our recent holy popes, uh, you know, the few who have already been, who've been canonized. So you've got that, the official teaching of the Church, and then in the end of the chapter, when, when I offer some reflections that can help discussion if you're doing it as a small group or help your own prayer, I often bring in uh, the example of maybe a, an experience from the life of a saint, one of our older brothers in the Church, mm-hmm. brothers and sisters, and then the final prayer of each chapter is taken from our rich liturgical history. Because you're absolutely right. We journey together, and we're not meant to be lone rangers. You talk about the Holy Spirit in here. Uh, how do we become more conscious of the presence and action of the Holy Spirit in everyday life? That's a big question. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, I mean, it's, it's a question of learning to recognize the Holy Spirit's voice, uh, how He speaks to you, to each one of us. Uh, and, you know, the the... The scriptures are pretty clear. The voice of God is like the sound of many waters, like the ocean. You know, it's always speaking. God is always speaking. So the more we get to know Jesus Christ, the more our minds and our hearts are put in tune with His own Spirit, the Spirit of the Holy the, the, the Spirit. So again, it goes back to a daily exercise of getting to know Jesus, what He's taught, how He lived. That's what kind of puts us on the wavelength. And then, once we begin to hear it, we've got to courageously respond to what the Holy Spirit is saying with docility, with courage. And then, the more we respond, the more we learn. It's kind of, it, it builds our, our own ability to hear His voice and respond. Because He is always speaking. He's yeah. always speaking. Do you recommend finding a spiritual director? Absolutely. I mean, here, I would say a spiritual director, someone that's a stable relationship with someone who, can, who you trust, you trust their wisdom, you trust their experience, and they can help you grow in your spiritual life. Here's, there's the thing I would say, though. I would say start, start out with just someone who you trust enough to be your prayer coach. Get yourself a coach for your prayer life. Start there. Because sometimes the, the concept of spiritual direction, if, you, if you're not familiar with it, it can make it seem as if you're putting the responsibility of your growth and holiness on someone else. Oh, you direct me spiritually. Oh, now I don't need to think about it anymore. You just tell me what to do. That's, that, that's a real danger I've seen. So think of it, start off with someone, I want someone, I trust them, they haven't, you know, they're, they're mature as a Christian. Hey, could you, could you coach me in my prayer life? And start there. And because prayer touches everything else. So if you find a good prayer coach, you're going to end up talking about the other sectors of your life, you know, where maybe God is, is nudging you to, to make a change or a decision. Uh, but yeah, definitely. That's part of what you were saying earlier about we're meant to journey together. We're pilgrims. We're not meant to do this alone. I know you um, you provided spiritual support uh, on the set of the Passion of the Christ. Um, what what was your role there? Yeah, I started off just uh, kind of a friend of a friend invited me to, to visit the set when they were filming in Rome, uh, and then it was so interesting. They had already been filming for for weeks, and you know when you if you're familiar with the with the movie. Just Jesus Christ in front of the screen for you know two hours, two and a half hours. 
that's filming it, everyone's just staring at Jesus for 14 hours a day while they're working on this movie, uh, you know, the actor playing Jesus. And so whether the people working on the film were Christian or atheists or fallen away Catholics, if you're staring at Jesus for 12 hours a day, something's going to start happening. So I went on to the set just to visit, and I had my collar on, and everybody wanted to talk to me. I said, Father, can I talk to you? Father, can I talk to you? Because things had started to stir up in their hearts, questions, memories, uh, so that the fact of working on it made people want to, uh, to know more. And so, so then I, I kind of just started giving support spiritually to the people working on the film. Um, and then, you know, had, because of that, I had the opportunity to write a book, kind of going through giving some insight, insights into that great work of art. Now, is that your best-selling book, The Better Part? Uh, no, the the better part is my best selling book. That's a book that's really meant to help you pray with the gospels. Yeah. Uh, the first book, the book on the Passion of Christ, was uh, is called Inside the Passion. Wow. Uh, and that it sold well when it came out around the movie time. You know, and uh, it's still it's still available. So during uh, you know during Lent, people will get it and read it. And you can use that as a group study too. Kind of watch the movie together discuss it together. Besides reading this book uh, and really going through this retreat here, um, finally, would you would you give or recommend to any listener here that really wants to learn the art of prayer and go deeper in their prayer life? And I think most people, I don't care who you are, you want to go deeper in your prayer life. What's a devotion that the church offers us that uh, that you would say start there? I would say I would, I would put, I'd put two on the table. One is uh, adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. Mm. Going to a place where our where our Lord is exposed in the Blessed Sacrament, they're, they're usually sacred places, and with where there's silence, where there's respect, where there's an atmosphere of prayer, uh, and you know the the kind of the momentum of many hours of many Catholics in adoration there with the angels around. Uh, so if you can find a place where they offer adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. Uh, or even if it's not the Blessed Sacrament is exposed, you go to a church which is open, not always easy to find these days, uh, and you go and, and you can be with our Lord in the tabernacle. Just come to Him and be with Him in the Eucharist. Huge. That's huge. And it doesn't have to be for uh, three hours either. I mean, you know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, maybe a lunch break or something short like that. Uh, the Lord the Lord will work on you. Yeah, exactly. He's not going to waste that time. Exactly. And the other one, maybe I would, you know, the... Uh, tried and true, every modern pope has, has encouraged the entire church to pray the rosary, yeah. the blessed rosary of Our Lady, uh, which is a, a little different form of prayer. It's not, you know, not everybody likes it, but it's a it's another tried and true way of uh, kind of getting into that wavelength uh, of the Lord. Yeah. Uh, the book, 60 Days to Becoming a Missionary Disciple, Father John Bartunek. Thanks for writing the book, Father, and thanks for your time. No, thank you. Keep up the great work. All right, thank you. That's Father John Bartunek, everyone. So there you have it, friends. We're all in need of a retreat. And though many of us can't get away, books like this help us grow in our prayer life and seek the heart of Jesus. Big thanks to Father John Bartunek, my guest today. Friends, make sure to share this and other episodes of Your Catholic Life on Facebook and Twitter. Reminding your friends to take part in the show, visit yourcatholiclifepodcast.com as well. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm John Leonetti signing off here on Your Catholic Life. Remember, the only way to happiness is by holiness. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.